Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We are halfway to the weekend. It is Wednesday afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us this afternoon. We have got a lot to get through this afternoon. And most of it's fun. And there are parades rolling tonight. So, you know, life is really good. All right, so uh, former President Donald Trump says it's time to give Bud Light a, a second chance. We'll be talking about that this afternoon. Are you, are you ready to give Bud Light a second chance? You know, they bonded with that trans influencer, uh, uh, Dylan Mulvaney. And that didn't go over so well. Did you notice that? But remember the hypocrite Kid Rock? Kid Rock was all against it and, you know, had that big uh, video that went viral of shooting up Bud Light cans. And then he got caught in a Nashville bar drinking Bud Light. I mean, come on, kid. Dude, uh, you know, you either boycott or you don't. And if you call for a boycott, the least you should should do is is follow it yourself. Anyway, so um, President Trump Trump is, uh, former President Trump, uh, you still call ex-presidents president, president, though. I mean, you still refer to to President Trump. President Clinton, even though they're ex-president. So uh, I'm going to say President Trump. Uh, pr- President Trump uh, is calling for a, a second chance for Bud Light. We'll talk about that. But there's a reason that he's he's, he's doing this. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I want to talk about this mother of the Michigan shooter at that school in Michigan who was found guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. I just I, I think it's important that we start holding parents accountable. This woman knew a lot of stuff about her son and did nothing. Why shouldn't she be held accountable? I think she she should be. The uh, two high school students arrested on the North Shore, charges of uh, threatening to kill a school teacher. You know, they were probably just kidding. But you got to take it seriously. And, and other people need to know that this is uh, serious stuff. The deputies uh, say the two 14-year-old girls discussed uh, in conversation on social media that they were going to bring guns to school and shoot their teacher. Now, who didn't want to shoot their teacher at some point? I mean, at some point in your life, you wanted to shoot the teacher, but you didn't talk about it. And especially today, uh, you know, I, I, know, I know they were probably just joking and playing around, but, you know, I mean, they need to be held accountable. They need to be punished, and that needs to set an example for, you know, for other kids. I mean, there's certain things you just can't, you can't joke about. Man, how... How embarrassing is this? Nikki Haley loses the Nevada primary. Trump's not on the ballot. And she loses to none of these candidates. <laughs> There's a list of all these candidates in, in Nevada, and she loses to none of these candidates. 
That's not good. That's not good. And uh, President uh, Joe Biden apparently at at some point forgot Hamas. He kind of kind of stumbled and and forgot about Hamas. He he got he got a a boost from staff members nearby, but he forgot about it. Mr. President, you can't do that. You know, if, if people think you're old, if people think you're, you know, not handling things the way you should, if people think you're too old for the job, you can't forget about things like Hamas. You just can't. So um, that's, you know, not a good thing, but it's uh, it's there in the news. Uh, there's a new survey that shows 84 percent of Americans think political discussions have gotten worse in the last few years. Boy, I agree with that. You know, we've seen it and witnessed it on this show. It, it's, it's happening right here before us. So we'll talk about that. I, I think the big question is why? I mean, why? why? Why is it so ugly? Why is it so vicious? Why is it so stressful? Why is it so frustrating? Why, why have political discussions gotten worse? I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. I mean, there are reasons why. Why do you think? Why do you think political conversations have gotten so ugly, so hateful, so stressful, and so frustrating today? If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. But yeah, I mean, I think we should have a discussion as to why. There's no question that it's happened, but why? This is a tough case in Jefferson Parish. This, um, this driver who apparently didn't stop when a, a Jefferson Parish deputy said stop, and he didn't stop and he got shot in the shoulder. I mean, thank, thank God that he, he's, he's okay. But he still got shot, and he says he was no threat and says that somebody moved a barricade and other cars were going through the, the same area. And then he just uh, proceeded, and this police officer said, stop. And um, a 59-year-old, uh, Ernest Sam, did not stop, and he got shot in, in the shoulder. And he said it was unjustified and unnecessary. He said, why, why did you shoot me? Why did you shoot me? I was, I was not a threat. But then... He was going, he was heading toward the police officer in, in, in his SUV. And police officers have to make decisions. And, and, and sometimes the decision they make may be the only decision they can make at that moment, but it's not the right decision. But do you hold the police officer accountable? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't there. I've, I've seen the video just like many of you, but you still can't tell everything that goes on there. But this is, I think this is one of these tough cases because it's, it's if the police officer felt like she was threatened, felt like he was coming after her in, in his vehicle, then she has to do what she has to do, which is, is shoot. But then again, were there signs that he wasn't a threat? So, you know, obviously an investigation and... Man, I think that's a tough one, too. I think that's a tough one to figure out. Gen Z is more than twice as likely as any other generation to drive high. Colorado was the first state to uh, to uh, pass a law making recreational use of marijuana legal. And so they've got the most information. They've got the, 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 the biggest sample group is going to be in Colorado because they were the first state to do that. And so there's some new information out, and Gen Z is more than twice as likely to drive high. And why is that? So we're going to talk about that. Also, look, if you're, um, if you're a mature worker, do you agree that, that, that workers over the age of 50 deal with age discrimination in the workplace? 90% of workers, according to a new survey, 
that are over 50 say that age discrimination is common at work. And see, I've always, you know, heard people talk about, oh, these young generations, you know, they, their work ethic sucks and, and they, have, they, just, they, they don't do their, they, they only want to do the minimum. So what's wrong with older workers? Well, apparently there are some problems with older workers. And if you're an older worker, maybe you are one of the ones that uh, is contributing to the problem. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that on the show this afternoon. Uh, what else? The um, Super Bowl is coming up on, on Sunday. This is good news from NOPD. Uh, crime is down in nearly every category for January. I mean, this is good news. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hearing really positive things about the new police chief, uh, Ann Kirkpatrick. And so this is really a, a positive, positive note as we go into 2024. And, and, you know, you wonder if maybe there's a shift coming. Sometimes, you know, in our society, it's like we, we reach the edge and you think, oh, my God, it, it, how can it possibly get worse than this? And then it starts to improve. And then the mayor is working with the governor when it comes to fighting crime in New Orleans. So I, I mean, I, I think there's some, some positive things going on. Okay. Um, Pizza Hut. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up the day after Mardi Gras, Valentine's Day. And Pizza Hut is, is going to help you break up with your, your loved one by, sending you a, by letting you send your ex a goodbye pie, a goodbye pizza pie. We'll, we'll tell you how you can uh, get that to, uh, to your ex a little bit later. All right, if you do want to join us with a comment this afternoon about anything we talk about, the Oakland Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air. Ian Hoke is our senior producer in the other studio. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to you as well. It's a little stretch and a bend. You need, to, you need to stretch out before the show? Well, it's not for the show. It's for the parade tomorrow night, man. I'm, oh, the parade. I'm carrying this 80-pound butterfly for six hours, you know, down down St. Charles Avenue. So now, I it's 80, make sure. 80 pounds. Is the, the whole thing total weight The whole, weight the whole rig pounds? is 80 pounds, yeah. It's like how a, many, a backpack that you strap on. How many people are, are carrying? Oh, it's just one. I, I get oh, one butterfly, and oh, the, I think a, there's like six butterflies and six shoes. Wow. Something like that, yeah. Wait, so, 80 pounds? That's that's kind of a lot to like, hold No, over sorry. I, sh- I should be clear. The, the butterfly is not 80. 80 pounds, but the the backpack is the the thing that I have to strap to myself, and oh, then these these poles these poles come out the top of it, and then I have pole. The, yeah, I'm I'm made to understand the entire thing's about 80 pounds, which is not a huge deal. You know, anyone who's been like, you know, camping in the backcountry, like 80 pounds is a reasonable amount of weight to have on your back, I think. But is that uh, what people do in the backcountry? Yeah, man, they yeah. go uh, they go out uh, in the backcountry with not the 80 pound backpack and you know fight bears and stuff. Not my deal, man. Camping out to me is yeah, staying at a Red Roof Inn. You're a glamper. <laughs> yeah, you're really roughing it at the Red Roof Inn, man. Oh, yeah. You guys don't as, even have an ice about, machine in that's here. That's about as rough as I want to wow. go. Oh, that's fair. Hey, man, <laughs> as long as they got cable, I'm happy. I'll watch HGTV. No, I'm really I'm looking forward to my uh, to my march tomorrow night. It was so much fun to be in. Mad Hatters, and I have been in Chewbacca's in the past. I didn't do that this year, but uh, yeah, this is going to be my first time uh, puppeteering a, a butterfly in the cool. Muses Parade. So if you uh, are at the Muses Parade, pretty pretty early on in the lineup, I think, is the butterflies and the shoes that come floating down the street. And uh, I'll be wearing all black, as will all the other puppeteers, so I might not be that easy to spot. But if you just say, hey, Ian, Ian, then I'll, you know... I don't know, wave at you with my butterfly. I'm not going to be able to do anything. I don't have any throws or anything like that. But it would be nice to see it. Nice of you to mention that. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow. And, and parades are rolling tonight on the West Bank and, and, and uptown. And from this moment on, it's nonstop parading. 
And you, you've heard the forecast. Most of the parades and, and most of Lundy Gras and Mardi Gras Day seem like they're going to be great. But there's that Sunday thing, Saturday night, Sunday thing that we have to deal with. And we'll know a little bit more about the weather tomorrow. You know, I just heard in our news that there and I've, I've, I've heard this conversation before. There's 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 talk of making the Monday after the Super Bowl a federal holiday. <laughs> Because like people want to just have the day off because they got drunk and they ate too much and they drank too much for the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, seriously, who doesn't want a day off? I mean, I, I get that, but it just it sounds like um, it sounds like we're putting emphasis on the wrong things hey, sometimes. Man, if Uncle Sam wants me to have an extra day off so I can nurse a hangover and play video games, I just got one thing to say to that. Okay. But a hangover is an option. You don't have to have one. You don't have to get one. They are 100% preventable. Is this 100%. What's what's your trick? It doesn't mean that you can't drink. You can drink, but you reach a point of diminishing returns. Well, that's true. And the next drink doesn't necessarily make you feel better. You're on a downward slide from that point. So have a drink. And maybe have a second drink and then take a break and enjoy the buzz that you have at that moment. And don't keep pouring them down because hangover is 100% preventable. It's almost like you don't know me at all. My secret <laughs> is to just drink a lot of water and then that before you go to bed, take, take a couple ibuprofen. And you know what else I discovered in the last couple of years? That this really bake your noodle. Activated charcoal. These little charcoal pills. Really? Yeah, they're little black charcoal pills. You swallow those before you go to bed, and they absorb all the toxins and contaminants or whatever that's floating around in your bloodstream. And then you wake up in the morning. Uh, now, where do you, where do you, where do you get these? I, oh, I, like I, I, CVS. I, I, okay, because it's over the counter, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have a charcoal guy at the end of the block like, right. hey, man, first one's free. Like, no, yeah. you just go and buy it at a Walgreens <laughs> or a CVS. Okay. Yeah, I used to, years ago, I used to uh, drink a lot of water and take a Midol. Before I went to bed, seriously, that's, I did. Um, that's okay. All yeah. right, interesting. It uh, kind of helped out. Mm. Anyway, uh, help wow. with cramps, too. Wow. So, look, anyway, I, huh. I don't know about this. I, I mean, should there be a federal holiday? I mean, of course everybody wants a holiday, but wait a minute. I mean, you know, don't we need to be more productive as a, as, as, as a country? Don't we need to be productive? Do we need to be looking for days off? I mean, if there's a Super Bowl Monday holiday, you know, I'll take it. But I don't know. It just kind of seems like... You know, it just seems like we're looking for an excuse to, to get drunk and, and party. Not that we ever do that here. All right. If you've got a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. Scoot on the Air Money Trends with Metairie Bank is coming up next. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture Calendar, this is the day, February 7th, 1964. The Beatles landed at John F. Kennedy Airport in New York City. Thousands of fans were there. They landed at 1.20 in the afternoon, New York time. And this was the number one song on the charts the day the Beatles landed in America. And coming up, we're going to be celebrating that first appearance of the Ed Sullivan Show. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's time for Scoot on the Air Money Trends with Metairie Bank and Paul Myers, North Shore President, joins us on WWL. Paul, good afternoon. Happy Mardi Gras. Good afternoon, Scoot. Happy Mardi Gras to you. Yeah, you have a lot going on on the North Shore. The North Shore has really, just in recent years, has just continued to explode with Mardi Gras activities. It has. You know, as as more and more people have moved over here, uh, whether it's from Orleans, Jefferson, or even out of state, uh, just the, the number of people that have, have come over to, to the North Shore and, and, and appreciated, you know, this, this past weekend, um, running right in front of the branch here in Mandeville, uh, we had the Ladies of Eve, and it was just, it was a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal weather. Uh, but you got, you got a ton that go on in uh, over in Slidell, uh, so it's, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I hate to say less hectic because you know obviously I'll uh, say it. It's it's a little less it's a little less hectic in terms of some things like parking. Yeah, yeah, but I also think that some of that just comes down down to preparation. I mean, I know people who have who have done Mardi Gras on St. Charles, you know, for generations, and and they got it down to a science. So it's not as hectic as say as others. If you know, I, I would say that maybe if you were woke up on a Saturday morning and said, "Hey, let's go down." That might be a little hectic, right? Because right. you yes. just don't have a plan. Yes. All right, Paul. The Super Bowl is is Sunday. Um, it's also the the big Sunday, uh, Bacchus Sunday, and a lot of other parades uh, roll on on Sunday. Uh, but the Super Bowl has a tremendous impact on the host city, and we're going to have the Super Bowl here in New Orleans next year. In fact, there are people mm-hmm. there getting ready for that. So, you know, the 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 impact on our city is going to be amazing. How do you measure the impact of the Super Bowl in a place like Las Vegas, where there's like money pouring in all the time? Well, you know, it's it's a challenge, right? Because obviously they've got a tremendous amount of income each and every day for people that are are continue to visit. And and there's kind of I don't want to say there's conflicting, but they're they're estimating to to have an economic impact of Las Vegas and surrounding Las Vegas of over a billion dollars. Wow. Yeah, you know, I think they're estimating at one point one billion. Um, so I mean that's a, that's a huge economic impact. And so in comparison, the last time that New Orleans hosted the Super Bowl, which was in 2013, the uh, UNO did a study and. Our economic impact was 480 million. Uh, so you're talking about more than doubling that the economic impact. Yeah. So you know, and, and in, in Arizona last year, um, it was actually 1.3 billion. So you've got a tremendous amount. Now the, the hard part is is really measuring out that ROI, right? Really measuring out what where that that all impacts the, the small local businesses and, and restaurants and, and so on and so forth. And you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that, that I think the difference between us and other cities is, is when you come here, it's a culture and experience like no other. And and as you mentioned, you know, how many people are going to be sitting at home watching the Super Bowl versus being out at Bacchus? Right. I would venture to guess you probably got a lot of people uh, in and around this region that are going to be out with family, with friends, enjoying Mardi Gras. 
and and because of the culture that we have, because because of the the the, the tourism and the the different um, festivals, you know, jazz fest, French Quarter fest, uh, you know, you just it goes on and on and on. We have the great ability that other cities don't to really showcase who we are and and allow people that maybe wouldn't ordinarily come to New Orleans. We have that ability to really sell them on coming to, to, to our city and to our region and, and appreciating the swamp tours. That's a good point, because I would think that in a place like um, like Minneapolis, if they have the Super Bowl in a place like Minneapolis, they're going to do a lot of things just for the Super Bowl. But the things that we have here, they don't change. It's the things that we have and do every day. You're exactly right. You're exa- and I don't want to take anything away from Vegas or you know, I, I, I'll share this. I don't know if you've ever seen Lionel Richie in concert. My wife and I saw Lionel in Vegas, and he was a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, artist, and it was a great time. But I don't want to take anything away from that. But the reality is is, is we have just so much more to offer than you're right. Yeah, than even and, – and again, I say this with absolute respect. i got to believe there's a whole lot more than, than that we have to offer from a culture and food and so on and so forth than even Glendale – Arizona last yeah, year. Yeah. You know, yeah. and again, I'm biased. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a local guy, so I think I'm allowed to say that, but um, uh, you know, it's there's just so much that we have to offer. Well, and then you know, you look at the growing the the growing cost of of commercials, like a 30-second commercial during the Super Bowl and you know, you wonder what the return on investment is. I mean, these companies are investing a tremendous amount of money advertising. Can they measure the return on investment? I think some can, and and you know some that had uh, last year they had the the one, and I'm, I'm blanking on the company now, but it had the QR code, and it was right. people that they they could actually get the number of people that that went and scanned that QR code. But yeah, at seven million dollars for thirty seconds, right? That's that's a huge output in in the hopes. Now I will say this: I've often heard people that that said Scoot that they said I'm watching the Super Bowl as much for the commercials as I am mm-hmm. for the game itself because maybe their team isn't necessarily in it. Right. You know, it's kind of like I saw a meme this week that says, hey, the big games this Saturday, who are you rooting for? And they said, the Saints. They said, yeah, but the Saints aren't in the And they said, I'm rooting for the Saints. So, you know, it's kind of that thing where maybe your team's not in it, but you still, you're, you're an average Yeah, or, or people might say something like, yeah, I'm pulling for that new FedEx commercial. <laughs> Uh, you know, you, what you got the puppy bowl and all the other things, but, but even, you know, and, and again, I wanted to look and see, I, I didn't do the, the due diligence on this, but at Super Bowl one in 1967, it says a 32nd, uh, ad costs 37,500. Wow. Now I'm sure based upon inflation and so on and so forth, that does not equate to 7 million, but you got to think in 1967, that was, that was a lot of money, Yeah. you know? I think I heard Bobby talking last week uh, on the radio, and he was talking about how in the early 70s he went to the Super Bowl uh, at Tulane Stadium. And, and I yeah, forget the exact number, but I want to say, he, yeah, he, it was like, what, $9 or $10 a ticket or something along those lines. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't exorbitant. I can't yeah. remember the exact number. But, you know, on average now you're talking about the, an average cost somewhere between $8,000 and $11,000 per ticket. I know it, it's uh, it, it's insane. It's it's not for everybody. It's just it's not for for everybody. But it's a it's a phenomenon. It, it's a po- the Super Bowl is a pop culture phenomenon in America. It's global, but it's really a pop culture phenomenon uh, in, in America. And some people may not know this, but the performer at halftime, uh, Usher, this year, uh, they don't get paid for that. They do it just for the publicity. 
They don't. They don't. And I found that very interesting too when I was when I was reading up uh, for this. I, I had no idea. But the flip side of it is, um, what you're 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 betting as they say in gambling. I guess in craps, you're betting on the come, right? You're betting on the fact that maybe this reminds people of some of the great music that maybe they haven't listened to in a while. So they immediately go to go and they start downloading or they, they, they start listening to that music again, or radio stations start playing the music again. And, and it, you know, all of a sudden your, your career may be revitalized. Yeah. And Usher remembers who you are. Yeah. Usher has new music coming out too, about the time of the, 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 well, uh, uh, about to come out too. So it's going to help that out as well. Generally helps, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. It does. Yeah, I, I found that very interesting with the, the that um, now all of the one thing that, that is that all of the, the performers that the, the support staff, the support crew, most of the dancers and so on and so forth, they're all paid. But the actual headlining performer is not. It's going to be interesting to, to, to see Usher because I have to admit that there are times that and many times I watch the Super Bowl halftime show and I just think it's overproduced. I think there's just too much. It's 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 too distracting, and, and it, it it just doesn't. For somehow, for some reason, I, I I miss the essence of the artist and the music. Look, you know, I, I'm you've you've seen a, a few more birthdays than I have, Scoop, but but I tend to agree with you from the standpoint of, um, you know, the the the, the raw energy that that someone can bring to the stage. Uh, you know, that was and and kind of bringing it back to New Orleans. That's that was what's so great about New Orleans is you can go into these little bitty bars and the raw energy of the performers that are that are belting out music and, it, and maybe it's just cover songs but you know those that's the kind of energy that, that when you go into these these local establishments in New Orleans you know you couple that with the food and the atmosphere those are all the things that, that really get people excited and enjoy their time and 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 I think that's that's maybe a little bit of a generational thing too because you know you and I are maybe more purists with the music as opposed to the all of the lights and the pomp and circumstance and spectacle but hey look every you know di- different strokes for different folks and you got to make sure yep. that you're you're appealing to to the masses yeah and some of the some of the early halftime shows they, they were just like college marching bands they, they, really? I mean, was, oh that yeah I didn't know. yeah like yeah in the the very early beginning of uh, super bowl halftime shows they were like uh, uh, marching bands and then they started to get celebrities and then it just uh, it, it snowballed uh, it snowballed from there well paul it's always great to talk to you have a very safe and and happy mardi gras and uh thanks for being a credible part of our show with the uh, scoot on the air money trends with with Metairie bank it's always great to uh, visit with you scoot it's always a pleasure have a safe and, and happy mardi gras to you as well and uh, I hope everyone out there has, does have a safe Mardi Gras. Support your local businesses. Get out there and, and have a good and safe time. All right. To Paul Myers, North Shore President, Metairie Bank, thanks for being with us on uh, Money Trends on WWL. All right. Uh, if you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. I, I want to talk about this mother who's been found guilty because her 15-year-old son, he was 15 at the time, he went and he killed, and, and, and he killed some people and injured some people at a school. She knew a lot about what was going on with him, and she did nothing, and she's been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Do you like that idea? I'm Scoot. We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is Alan Toussaint. Come to the Mardi Gras. There are people just so excited right now because their parade is rolling tonight. And it's nonstop parading through Mardi Gras Day. I'm Scoot on the air, and we're coming back on WWL. 
Former President Trump says it's time to give Bud Light a second chance. You ready to stop the boycott? Are you ready to start drinking Bud Light again? Because, you know, they made a mistake. Does Bud Light deserve a second chance? Former President Trump says, yes, Bud Light made a mistake of epic proportions, and they they paid a big price for it. But he said that they're a great company. And he says they're not a company trying to destroy America. And Bud Light is not a woke company. And he said we need to focus on the companies that are trying to destroy America. President Trump is doing this because according to the Federal Elections Commission, former President Donald Trump owns five million shares of Anheuser-Busch stock. And this is bringing up questions of ethics concerning his apparent endorsement of the company. But we know that former President Trump would never do anything that would conflict the rules. He would never do anything that would be inappropriate. And obviously, they shouldn't even look into this because there's no way that he would do anything that would be in conflict with something like um, the federal election rules. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, Let's go to Ian Hope because the text messages have been stacking up since the beginning of the show. Stacking. I'll start here. Hi, Scoot. Great show. Most serious beer drinkers I know consider Bud Light to be too watery tasting. Well, wait a minute. Most Bud Light drinkers consider it to be too watery tasting? Most serious beer drinkers. Serious beer drinkers. Okay. I I guess you've got to define that. But the point is, Bud Light sales dropped down significantly Mm -hmm. after they did reach out to to, to, uh, Trans Influencer. So there were a lot of people drinking, and they followed the boycott. But, you know, here's what I find interesting. If you want to drink Bud Light, why don't you drink Bud Light? Are you going to tell me that now just because Donald Trump says it's okay to forgive them and drink Bud Light, you're going to follow him? You're going to do it because he said it's okay to do it? What about you? I mean, where where's the independence that Americans are supposed to have? Where's that independent spirit that, you know, nobody's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. And if I like Bud Light, I'm going to drink Bud Light. And if I don't like Bud Light, I'm not going to not going to drink Bud Light. But I don't need former President Trump to tell me it's OK to drink Bud Light. Uh, to the texter's point about Bud Light being too watery tasting. That's the point. That's what the light is. You, you, you can't yeah. shotgun a harp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I mean, you could. It's not going to feel good. Here's a text that says, maybe I'm just in a bad mood, but it feels offensive to even state what the former president cares about a beer we drank. I think it's much more important that he tried to overthrow our national election. Well, that kind of goes along with what we were uh, talking about earlier, and that is uh, the, the number of people in this country that feel like uh, political conversations have gotten uh, too stressful and just too ugly. Here's a text that says, happy deep gras, Scoot and Ian. Some people say that from now until Fat Tuesday, it's a marathon and not a sprint. But for me, it's full speed for the next six days. I like to push my body to its breaking point and then go even further. Last year on the Bacchus route, I sat in a porta potty for a good 30 minutes and sobbed because of sickness and exhaustion. Wow. Hey, man. Wait a minute. But of all places, of all places to sit, of all places to deal with that, a porta potty? Do you know what's in the porta potty? (laughs) Go pass out in someone's lawn, I mean, I'm amateur. serious. You know, yeah, you're going to go inside a porta potty <laughs> and be depressed? Boy, Whoa. oh boy. I'll leave you with this one. Scoot, I'm sure it's on your rock culture calendar, but Blazing Saddles came out 50 years ago today, the funniest film ever made. I did not know. I did not know that. I didn't know that it came out wow. on this day. But Thank yeah, you, very, very creative uh, uh, Mel Brooks film. Hell very yeah. funny. Great.
All right. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line 504-260-1870. I think it's really good that this this mother has been found guilty, and I think this is the first mother of a, of a, of a mass shooter who's been held accountable for her child. Her son, Ethan, was 15 years old when he killed 17-year-old Madison, 16-year-old Tate, 17-year-old Justin, 14-year-old Hannah, and he wounded six other students and a teacher at Oxford High School in Michigan. He's charged with 24 separate crimes, including murder, attempted murder, and terrorism. He pled guilty last October to all the charges, and he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. This happened in December. But his parents, Jennifer and James Crumbly, were charged for their alleged roles in not preventing the mass shooting. And so the mother, I don't, I, I guess the father will be on, on, on trial next. I haven't heard that, but uh, Jennifer Crumbly has been found guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. And apparently they knew that he had mental issues, didn't do anything. I think she bought him the gun. So she did everything wrong. And I love that she's been held accountable. I mean, these parents, you know, I, I, I love when parents say, hey, I didn't know my kids were making bombs in the basement. You're a parent. If you don't know your kids are making bombs in the basement, that's on you. You should know that. I mean, you got to be more in touch with your kids. And if you're not, you need to be held accountable. So I think this is a great moment in America when a parent is held accountable because this parent did not do her job as a parent to prevent a mass shooting. All right, on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, on this day in 1989, the Georgia State Representative Billy Randall introduced a bill to make Little Richard's Tutti Frutti the official state rock song of the state of Georgia. Can you imagine working on this in, like, the Georgia legislature? Anyway, it didn't pass. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. Of course, now that, uh, I guess now that... um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is uh, is on Capitol Hill. Maybe Tutti Frutti would be appropriate for the state song of Georgia. We'll be back on WWL. 84% of Americans think political discussions have gotten worse. Why does that happen? I mean, there's got to be a reason. We'll talk about that and more. I'm Scoot. We're coming right back. This is WWL. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.